Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And welcome back to the show. It's great to have you on board. And what a treat for us to talk to such a versatile performer. Our next guest uh, wears many hats. She's an entertainer. She's a teacher. And she's the first lady of Williamsville, if you will, because she is married to the mayor of Williamsville. And welcome to the show for the first time, Donna Kerr. Nice to have you on board. We're great. Uh, we're grateful for your time because you certainly keep a busy schedule with all of these various responsibilities. Um, first and foremost, tell us about your teaching career. Um, I'm a teacher for the Buffalo Public Schools. I've been the band director at City Honor School for the past 15 years, and I am also the band director this year for the Buffalo Academy uh, of Science and Harriet Ross Tubman, school number 31 over on Stanton Street, right near the Buffalo Central Terminal. Oh, it's right in the shadow, for sure. It's got to make you feel good when you look at that and know what's coming up, because we're going to be talking about a big event coming up on June 22nd. But uh, just to delve into your teaching career a bit, Donna, what have you noticed as the students uh, year in and year out change? What kind of trends do you see in education when it comes to music? Do you see common threads from, say, a decade ago to now, just that love of music, no matter how old the kids are? Well, I think no matter how old the kids are or how long I've been teaching, the love of music is always there. Uh, The love and enthusiasm and uh, participation with the children and um, with the parents who come to support, and I'm very thankful for that support for for the children. Um, Some of the other things that I've seen, unfortunately, are some of the cutbacks in music education and arts education in general, um, which are very sad. <laughs> and so we'd like to keep that, you know, we'd like to keep the arts alive and well in our community because I think that they bring um, so many things to our children, a great sense of self-esteem and accomplishment and joy. Absolutely. It's music to your ears, no pun intended, because I would hope that those cuts uh, don't come because I think it's such an essential part of the curriculum. Have you noticed uh, certain instruments that kids gravitate towards as the years go by? Well, as the years go by, of course, uh, kids are gravitating towards more um, what we would call popular instruments. They they always like to play the drums, uh, guitar, <laughs> of course, bass. Um, but there still is quite a great love for the traditional instruments, flute, clarinet, saxophone, trumpet, which That's is great. what what I teach. Yes, good for you. Well, I admire the fact that you can do that and that you're so busy with not only that job, but also um, the reason that you're here today is to talk about the Buffalo Central Terminal Restoration Plan. And on June 22nd, there's going to be a big shindig down at the uh, Central Terminal running from 6 to 10 p.m. And WBEN is a proud sponsor of the event, along with uh, Councilman Dave Franzak and the Buffalo News. So, Donna, fill us in. What will people expect to see uh, as you perform with your group, which co- which is called the Buffalo Dolls, and it's an award-winning pop jazz vocal trio, what will you be doing that evening? Well, first, I'd like to thank all of our sponsors for your support and encouragement for this event. Um, we expect it to be uh, well well attended and very entertaining. Um, in particular, with our with our form of entertainment, the Buffalo Dolls, we are a trio of music educators and performers. 
that focus on the music of the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Um, in particular, we do a tribute to the Andrews Sisters. And uh, around the local Buffalo community, we service a lot for our veterans in the community. We perform at the Naval Park. We perform at the VA Hospital. Um, we perform with the Buffalo Music Hall of Fame's Musician Medics Program, in particular, um, bringing uh, music and a little bit of joy through healing. Uh, healing through music, actually, is um, one of the uh, catchphrases for the Musician Medics Program to bring uh, some joy and comfort to those who are suffering in our hospitals. It must be so gratifying for you to look at your audience and see people who are usually in a tough place, you know, whether it's physically or emotionally dealing with illness and stress and perhaps PTSD, and you're giving them something to smile about. Oh, yes, it, definitely. It must be so gratifying. Um, it, it is, and especially to our World War II and Korean and Vietnam veterans in particular. Yes. Um, the music tends to bring them back to a certain place in time um, where they may not have spoken about what their war experiences were, their military experiences, but the music always brings them back. And sometimes those memories are bittersweet, uh, but most of the time we find lots of joy with it. They can remember who they were with, where they were, um, and what moment was happening in, the, in their lifetime. Isn't that interesting, Donna, how it really spurs that memory, how hearing a particular song or even a portion of it Oh, can yes. take you right back. Um, definitely. And in our work that we do with um, some of the elder care uh, homes in, in the area as well, and especially those that deal with Alzheimer's, the music brings so many happy memories back. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I commend you for doing that. Well, this event that we're talking about on June 22nd, which again goes from 6 until 10 p.m., is uh, really chock full of good things. You've got a cocktail hour, mm -hmm. a dinner, drinks, dancing, entertainment, souvenirs, and a portion of the ticket prices uh, goes to the uh, BCT Restoration Fund, the Buffalo Central Terminal Restoration Fund. And they're looking to restore electricity and heat and do a, have a functional restaurant uh, and make it a, a year-round event space. Uh, what drew you to this particular event, Donna, you and your group, the Buffalo Dolls? Uh, well, th for this particular event, um, you know, the love of the Central Terminal itself, um, it's iconic, I think, in our in our history here in Buffalo. Um, certainly the building itself um, is, has quite a presence in our community. Um, but I do have fond memories, actually, um, in the late 70s of being at the Buffalo Central Terminal and um, watching my father take the train or watching my grandparents, uh, you know, travel or going to pick them up. So the nostalgia and the great feelings and memories that I have actually draw me back to the Buffalo Central Terminal. And what about your colleagues, uh, the other women in the Buffalo Dolls? Do they have similar memories about the, uh, the train station? Um, I'm not sure if they do. Um, uh, my one colleague, Rusty May, because she grew up in the Buffalo area, um, so she may have some memories, but I definitely have memories of traveling and going through the Buffalo Central Terminal and uh, seeing it in the, the neighborhood, so to speak. Yes, yeah. um, born and raised in in Buffalo, in the Buffalo area. So, um, you know, seeing that structure, uh, 
rise over the skyline or if you're driving over certain areas of the city where you could see and you could see the beacon, you know, and the light shining from there. Um, I think it's always had a presence. Um, And uh, some of the music that I've listened to, um, one album in particular, Robbie Robertson from the band on one of his solo albums, he, he, uh, lived not too far away in Canada and he traveled through Buffalo a lot so the imagery of that of the central train station on his album cover is uh you know has always been in my mind as well so so all of those music influences and things like that um the idea of travel um in doing the music of the Andrew sisters and others from the 40s 50s and 60s um travel in particular has a theme you know Chattanooga Choo Choo uh, Tuxedo Junction um, you know Choo Choo Chiboogie all of those things <laughs> like kind of center around train and traveling and uh, makes it quite exciting to be able to sing some of those songs in such a space. It's a perfect pairing for mm-hmm. sure that's great. Uh, the event runs for four hours how much of that time do you perform? Do you perform and then take a break and come back? We will take a short break at some point but um, there will be music going for the entire time. Um, in addition to the Buffalo Dolls, we will be performing with the Ladies First Jazz Big Band, um, who are also award-winning. They are an all-female jazz band, again, of music educators and performers from the local area um, that concentrate on the music of the swing band era. Uh, we will have the Ballroom and Beyond dancers also to encourage the, uh, folks in the audience to come out and cut a rug, so to speak. <laughs> There's no rug there. There's the marble floor, but you know, <laughs> uh, to you know encourage them to dance. And uh, and we're really expecting a, a great time, a lot of choreography, a lot of music. We're going to concentrate on um, our theme is The Great Gatsby because the Central Terminal opened in 1929 and was conceived during the Roaring Twenties, uh, you know, for its idea and its concept and the beautiful, all the beautiful um Art Deco stylings and that that are present in the terminal. It's an architectural um, treasure for oh, sure. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. I, I, um, I love how your theme really fits in well with that. Um, oh, thank you. With it, yeah, the whole theme of the swing area, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, and the travel during the World mm-hmm. War II years. And oh, yes, in particular, World War II was uh, quite a heyday, I think, for the Buffalo Central Terminal as many soldiers and families uh, were there to see their soldiers off to war. So the stories that are connected to the central terminal, stories of the last time they may have seen someone, um, the stories of all the engagements that took place at the jewelry counter that was at the Buffalo Central Terminal, um, the stories that I've read about and heard about uh, soldiers taking a tuft of hair from the buffalo that was there, <laughs> you know, to put in their pockets so yes, that they could take a little, a little piece, piece of home, home yeah, with exactly. them. Yeah. And, and that buffalo, I get to see that buffalo uh, when I teach at the Buffalo Science uh, School because the buffalo actually has been repaired and and is housed actually right now at the Science Museum. Oh, what a what a wonderful sort so of full these, circle, like, right? Connections. Yeah, I have absolutely. I have little daily reminders, kind of every day of um, local buffalo history with uh, where I teach. And uh, and little reminders that are connected to this event as well. That's great, and uh, it'll be a fun event with all of these different performances and some terrific food, courtesy of Pots Catering. Oh yes, they're providing yes. food for the event on June twenty second. It includes appetizers, a buffet dinner, 
and drinks. Yes. So it's really a bargain, Donna. For $90, you get all of the entertainment that Donna had mentioned, along with uh, a full uh, array of food to enjoy. And you, when you're cutting that rug or the marble floor, you can work <laughs> off some of the tasty food. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, and where can people buy tickets, Donna? People can buy tickets at brownpapertickets.com. They are available and the link is live. They can also purchase tickets at Potts Deli in the Clinton Rossler Plaza as oh, well. Perfect, easy enough. And again, it's June 22nd, starting at six o'clock, going uh, till 10. What a fun way to spend a Saturday night in one of the uh, iconic buildings in Buffalo. I wish you great success and thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.